This is it. It's time for the Where Is It Now Geocaching Podcast, where you can escape the muggles in your life for almost, but not quite, 30 minutes. This podcast is sponsored by the Four State Geocaching Society and was recorded at Digital Planet Studios near Joplin, Missouri. Now let's welcome our host, Where Is It Now? Well, hey, good morning, everybody. It's Saturday morning here where I am. I don't know what day it is where you are, but... uh, Hopefully it's a good day. I I woke up this morning to the sound of birds chirping and singing and the sun shining through my open bedroom window. And I thought, this is it. It's finally time to go out and geocache. Like we haven't been doing that during the snow, the rain, the flooding, the tornadoes, the hurricanes. We always geocache, right? And still yet, now we can go geocache. I just love saying it. And here in a little bit, I'm going to go do it. I don't think I'm going to leave during this broadcast to go get geocaches, but I reserve the right to change my mind because geocache is constantly making me veer off to the left or the right when I'm supposed to be going straight. I just got back from a long trip. I think I talked about it on the last episode that I was going to make a trip finally uh, up to Minnesota. And I say finally, I have an account there that I go see uh, once a quarter or once every two months, but I haven't been for a year because of the pandemic. So here we go. I went uh, to Minnesota and for the first time or the first time in 10 or 15 years, I drove instead of fly. And I drove instead of flying so that I could geocache. I had mapped out a bunch of counties that I wanted to get in my GeoGo app on Android and I created a route to go there, and it was not a route you would normally take to go from here to there, but it worked. And on the trip up, I got 16 counties, and I got two webcams, and a where I go, and a virtual, and all the rest were traditionals, I believe. Yes, they were. But it was a great trip. Now, I say great. It was a productive trip, getting up there and getting those counties and those geocaches. I didn't quite make it all the way uh, before it was just too late. I hit Mankato, Minnesota about 8.30 or 9 p.m. I had continued caching in the dark with my little tool of trade flashlight. And I got to Mankato and I just thought, you know, it's too late to keep going. I still need more. I need three more counties on the way uh, to my friend's house. And so I stopped and got a hotel room. And you know what? It was a great hotel. I slept like a rock. And it was just a good day. Now, I did learn some things. And you guys, if you're from Iowa, you already know this. And by the way, all the new counties I got, or at least 13 of the 16, were in Iowa. They don't have real speed limits there. And I don't mean like out in the West where there are no speed limits. I mean... For some reason, they are stuck in the past, and their speed limits were 55 miles an hour down two-lane paved highways with nice paved shoulders and nothing for miles. I mean, you couldn't see anything. Uh, even the corn had already been you know, either cut down or hadn't, well, they hadn't planted yet for this year. So there was nothing to see, nothing to do, and 
I may or may not have been driving faster than 55. It is the opinion of the Iowa State Highway Patrol that I was, and they gave me an award for uh, driving fast, and I've got that, you know, to take care of. But other than that, it was just a perfect drive up there. Now, it's also windy in Iowa. I remember right after I got pulled over and got my ticket, I went about, you know, half a mile to my next uh, geocache that I needed to get. And this highway patrolman's watching me, like, get out on the side of the road, walk up a hill, and climb up to... It's, it's hard to describe to you, but it's a place no one would go. There was nothing there. And climb up this hill in this wind that tried to blow me down the hill. Now, the older I get, the more cautious I am about hills and climbing and doing things that could be dangerous. And I don't think this would have been even remotely dangerous, except for the wind kept trying to blow me back down. Uh, anyway, I got up there and I found a really cool cache and I stamped my name on it. And I came back and I got in the car and I headed on on my trip, as I said, to get to Mankato. Woke up the next morning, got three more counties, and uh, made it to my friend's house. And I count that as a successful trip. I spent about 11 hours total getting those 16 or 17 counties. And I got to see, man, the webcams. That was a blessing to find any webcams anywhere and to find two in one town. It was awesome. Okay, so uh, we're in Minnesota. I'm there with Melissa Joe, who you've heard on the podcast before. And we have to work, but in between working, we figured out a way to get geocaches without really taking that much time off work. And we did that, of course, by doing Adventure Lab caches. And I picked one out not far from, from her company. And I said, let's go over here. And we got there. And it's where she had gone to college. She goes, I went to college here. And we went into the Japanese, what was it, Japanese Garden at Normandale College, I think it was, which is in Bloomington, uh, Minnesota. And we got five uh, adventure lab caches in this beautiful garden, and we knocked them out, and we were in and out in eight, nine minutes. It was great. And then we were back to work. The one mistake I made is there was a bonus cache, and evidently we were supposed to be writing stuff down at each leg, and I didn't see it till the very last one, so I didn't get anything. I didn't, we didn't get the bonus cache, and uh, maybe we'll do that another time. Okay, let's move on to something else. In other news, I just placed an order for a really large quantity, or at least I think it's a large quantity, of t-shirts for the podcast. Now, I did this because I keep imagining getting to Mingo here in just not too much longer now, and it would be cool to have something there. So I've got black t-shirts. I believe they're a 50-50 blend. On the front, they have the logo for the podcast, which uh, is a picture of me and a character of me. And it says the Where Is It Now Geocaching podcast in full color on the breast where a pocket would be However, there are no pockets. On the back, it says, escape the muggles in your life. And then underneath that, it says the Where Is It Now Geocaching podcast. So anyway, I hope to have those well before Mingo. Those are going to be $15 each. 
This is our first time trying to sell something on the podcast. Please forgive me. But those are $15 each. If I can get them to you free in delivery, I will. Or I can deliver them in Mingo if they'll let me. And so we'll have some t-shirts. Uh, they're every size from small to triple X is what I will have in stock. And everything in between. Okay? So there's that. We're going to have some, finally going to have some swag. Uh, the only other thing I'll tell you that we have is we have the GeoCoin. It's the Route 66, getting our kicks on, I don't know if it says that, but I think it does, on Route 66. One side of the coin is a Route 66 logo and has that saying on it. And the other side is the Four State Geocaching Society logo. It is a full-size trackable coin. Those are $10 and I'll ship those free. All right, on to the good stuff, or more of the good stuff. How about that? Do you have brothers or sisters? Did you ever do anything to one of them that came back to haunt you? In other words, you got them once, but they got you twice in return. And, uh, you know, it just came back to haunt you. And I know I don't have brothers and sisters, but I've definitely done things in my life where I feel like... Uh, I paid for it, both good and bad, right? I've done good things for people and it's come back to bless me and I've done maybe some not so nice things to some kids when I was in school that kind of came back to haunt me. How's your karma doing? Well, let's do a little check on that. What do you think? What does karma mean when it comes to geocaching? Have you ever thought about it? Do you know what your geocaching karma is? I just looked at mine, it's 2.08. Now, how do you find out? Just go to geocaching.com to your profile, click profile, and then there'll be a tab that says hides, H-I-D-E-S. Click your hides tab. Now, if you, don't have any, if you don't have any hides, if you've never hidden a geocache, I'm gonna guess that, I don't know if karma can be negative or not, but if it's not, it's gonna be zero. But go to your hides and click it, and somewhere down in there, it will give you your geocaching karma. You want it to be 1.0 or higher. Why do you want that? Well, I will tell you for, for as one of the people that when I want to get a geocache, I have to get in my car and drive and drive and drive. I so appreciate it when people, other people, hide geocaches. I hid two today. I, I feel good about it. I hid two on my way back from, I hate to even tell you, since I started recording this, I've been all over the place. I drove out towards Colorado and I was in Wichita. I spent the night in Garden City, Kansas, and then I spent a night in Wichita and now I'm back here. But anyway, you get karma by hiding enough caches so that when you do the math, and man, I'm doing this from memory, and if I butcher this, hey, what'll be different, right? But I believe what you do is you take the number of times that your caches that you've hidden have been found and divide that by the number of caches that you have found. So in my case, it was, you know, something like 12,400 finds on my caches and I had found 6,056. I don't know. Whatever it was, it worked out to be about 2.04 or 2.05. So I didn't know what it was. I haven't looked at it in a couple of years and I was pretty happy about it. I did hide two caches. To, well, actually it was one yesterday and one today. And the one I hid today was cache number, uh, hide number 
225 for me. And something that's kind of either a sickness or a curse, or maybe it's good for you guys. A lot of the hides I do are after I've driven kind of out of my way, 10, 15, 20 miles. And I don't just mean past a bunch of other caches. I mean, there were no caches. I'm out on the Kansas mile roads, for instance, and I see this cache and it's the only one for 10 miles. I'll usually stop a mile or two from there and hide another cache so you have something else to find while you're out getting the, the first one. So anyway, you can go to your, uh, to your page and you can just look and see what your geocaching karma is. And like I said, you just go to your geocaching profile on geocaching.com, click the tab that says hides, and it, you don't have to do the math. It will give you your karma there. So what am I suggesting? I'm suggesting it's time, if you haven't done it yet, to go out and hide something. And if you have, maybe to go hide some more. You know, something interesting that I saw today on Project GC that really shocked me. You know, you guys know I like numbers and data. I was, and I just stumbled across this, and it was the number of fines in the world this week, or yeah, this last week versus this last week a year ago. In other words, how many more or less fines were there? And guys, it was 10,000 less fines last week this year than last week last year. That's kind of amazing to me. And when you get to last month versus last month or the last year that month, it was like 40,000 something fines less. Geocaching is actually down about 30% as to what it was in 2020. And that is amazing to me. I guess people aren't traveling as much or there weren't certainly weren't the events, but it was shocking because the truth is I'm geocaching more. Well, anyway, I went off on a side trail there to tell you that just because I thought it was interesting. Karma, what can we do? Let's, let's give ourselves a chance this week before the next podcast and let's just tell ourselves we're all going to go out and hide at least one cache. It won't hurt. And if you've never done it before, there are great videos on the geocaching website or on YouTube or all over the place. Or you can email me with your phone number and I'll call you and I'll walk you right through it. Okay. I have interviews scheduled with Princess Cat, who I don't know how old she is now. Nine years old, maybe? I'm making it up. Uh, so we're going to talk with her. And I also have talked to Amy at Geocaching Adventures, the podcast. And she is going to get on and, and we're going to interview her and talk to her about why she does her podcast and about her geocaching life. And if she wants to talk about her regular life, she can do that too. So we'll get her on here. And I guess that's what's coming up in the future. Okay. Whereisitnow.org is the website. The new email address is podcast at whereisitnow.org. The phone number is area code 615-259460. There's a Facebook group and a Facebook page, both called the Where Is It Now Geocaching Podcast. Guys, I want to hear from you. Remember, if you're listening on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. No matter where you're listening, please subscribe to the podcast. 
Go listen to some other people's podcasts, and we will see you next time. Thanks.